Hello and welcome to the Thigh Gap Podcast. This is Bogus Noog. And this is Being Brute. And we've always had a saying in Thigh Gap, it's not easy. And this time we're looking at boundaries. It's a new format. It's a new format, something we're trying out. Yes. Because we want to expand on our philosophy. And versatility. I thought you'll go with versatility. You know, it's not easy. It's not easy to it's... name the format also. Yeah, yeah, it is not easy. I think the foundation on which Thigap was built mm. is this phrase. Yeah. It's not easy. It is not easy. And uh, maybe someday we'll explain where it came from, but there's still time for that. Like we always say, there is an episode right around the corner about <laughs> all the unanswered questions that you might be having with Thai Gap podcast. But yeah, boundaries. Bro, with every passing day, mm-hmm. I just see that... The boundaries dry up, like the great Ravi Shastri says. <laughs> <laughs> no. I just see that this whole concept around boundaries is not really getting the appreciation that it deserves mm-hmm. in common consciousness. There used to be a saying, you know, good fences make good neighbors. Mm-hmm. But the meaning of that or the significance of that seems to have been lost in time. Yeah. And the way I see this manifesting nowadays mm-hmm. is I'll just take a quick corporate example. You have these freshers joining, you know, corporations and unfortunately they're not really trained in, you know, adult life, at least in our society. They're generally just left to fend for themselves. They come into these corporates and there seems to be a self-imposed thought process that you have to be yourself, you know, yeah, wherever you go. It's, yeah, I, I understand where you're coming from, Bogus. And what I didn't expect is you genuinely go into philosophical stuff like common consciousness and all that jazz. But to the point that you mentioned, mm. I really agree with you. Because all the freshers who are trying to come into the corporate world, Mm -hmm. they are, I mean, our system doesn't train us to be adults. Our system trains us to be students of different forms. Mm. And it actually emphasizes it by unnecessary motivational quotes, Mm. like learning is a continuous process. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, you have to be yourself to become something. The world is your stage. All contradictory shit, but... How do someone really make sense of this overload of information, Mm -hmm. personality development specifically, Mm -hmm. is something nobody ever teaches. Yeah. And you know, the downside of this kind of thought process, which is I have to just be myself wherever I go among whoever I associate with, is that there is no clear definition in your mind subconsciously of You know, when I say definition, I also mean difference or margins. You know, there are no margins. Like everything tends to get lumped up into one big blob. (laughs) Yeah. You know, uh, it's like a drainage system. You know what happens when you don't clean your drain? It gets clogged. It gets clogged. That's because everything is just going to this small hole Mm. and you leave it there enough. It solidifies. It's like calcifies or does something. Yeah. And it just makes a mess. Yeah. And there seems to be a compulsion that, oh, if I know a bunch of people here and a bunch of people there then i feel compelled to sort of make them into one unit and you know my social circle should be one Hmm. and everyone should meet each other everyone should know each other but what happens with this 
sort of unification is the same blob kind of effect. And another example for that is, let's say you have a goal in mind. Mm -hmm. It's a far-reaching goal and you're not breaking that goal down into smaller tasks or smaller steps. Mm. You know, you always have... Are you complaining about me? This sounds like me so much. I mean, (laughs) sure. (laughs) Don't take the Taiga podcast recording sessions as an excuse. I'll never not complain about you. But, you know, in this instance, I mean, when they don't break it into smaller steps or smaller goals, they're always mentally dealing with that one far-reaching goal Mm. and in their mind it is always that one big problem Mm -hmm. that is not further simplified in a big social circle that they don't tend to differentiate or they don't tend to draw lines yeah everything again becomes that one big blob yeah so the common factor that i'm seeing here is when everything tends to get you know congealed into like one big unit or one big blob Uh then that is where you know the general source of anxiety or stress uh, stems from because every time you think of a problem you're looking at one big thing and now you suddenly look too small to be able to deal with that shit or you automatically associate it with the end result yeah but i have a question here because uh, you speak too dumb to me how are you associating this with boundaries right because it's a very vague term yeah let's i mean i'm playing the devil's advocate mm. it's a vague term and we didn't prepare this mm. there are multiple forms of that right you have yeah, yeah. boundaries in relationships you have boundaries in your workplace your boundaries at home yeah right you have boundaries of how you speak to your father and versus how you speak to your mother right uh you have boundaries with your friends yeah i mean there are boundaries everywhere right and if you look at it that way it's practically impossible the easier solution is i'll do whatever the fuck i want to do fuck with the boundaries mm. right i mean you get what i'm saying right yeah i can't keep a tab on each and every boundary to every place i go so i'll just be myself i am the constant let everything else change itself for my benefit yeah it's it's always easier to escape isn't it, it it's always easy to cop out and it's it's not escaping it's it's, it's, it's nev- a hack yeah that's what it's easier to take a cop out because it's never easy that's why we say it's not easy it's not easy to do anything in a worthwhile manner you know that's what i wanted you to say it always takes that extra bit of effort and when i say boundaries i also mean in a larger sense like organization you know being organized about how you do things Mm -hmm. also is a way of drawing boundaries for example in your room if all of your clothes are in one pile yeah you know it's not organized but Obviously. the way you're organizing this is okay i know where exactly my outside clothes go it's one place i know exactly where my indoor clothes go that's another place hmm. i know where my undergarments my socks etc go so because of this uh demarcation or organization hmm. or also because of these boundaries hmm. between your clothing yeah what happens is the way you process or the time it takes for you to process where to get things from is reduced it becomes simpler for you to know exactly what you want Mm. and where you have to get it from this is the whole reason why minimalism has become such a fad and such a trend nowadays because Mm. people feel the effect of clutter around them you know it's kind of screwing with their mind screwing with the way they want to go about in their day and they feel that if they just get rid of useless stuff Mm. then it helps them to think clearly you know and there's a reason why they 
react to it in such a way as well because it does actually have an effect in yeah in the real life even though it seems so superficial and it seems so mundane it seems improbable yeah it seems improbable but you just have a clear line of sight yeah. in your room and you have some empty spaces some breathing space it has an effect on you yeah you know and the other way of thinking about boundaries or being organized is a lot of people tend to have this misunderstanding that in order to be articulate you have to have vocabulary vocabulary yeah a yeah. good command over language such a myth it's not true yeah in order to be articulate you need to have clear objective thought process yeah so your mind actually has to be organized for you to be able to think clearly and then be able to speak it out what i see a lot of people doing nowadays is they're almost playing catch up with their thoughts you know it's almost like they are just spitting out what's coming into their mind without much filtration without much rearrangement and unfortunately that is being called as being myself <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> you know <laughs> like oh being myself means i'm going to be transparent with my thoughts so i'm going to talk and shout and give monologues on whatever i'm thinking it's not what it means yeah i'm just going to start talking as it things come to my mind yeah that's not how it works yeah in fact being articulate the best way of tackling articulation a lot of people say is you write mm-hmm. you know write down your thoughts or anything you just practice writing because the exercise of writing it sort of tempers the pace of your thoughts and it's sort of like an exercise or a workout for your mind you're kind of controlling the pace of your thoughts hmm. because you can only write so fast yeah you know you can't write at breakneck speed so now you're forcing your thoughts to keep up with the pace of your pen and because your pen is slower than your mind hmm. by the time you actually put pen to paper and you write your words you are going through a filtration process yeah or you are going through a refinement sort of you know and you practice that long enough it becomes a habit it becomes a habit and it affects the way you talk as well you yeah. know now you're able to even reading does that even reading a lot does that yes it's not vocabulary mm. but reading does influence your articulation that's something i personally experienced mm. and reading also enhances your ability to think clearly i don't know how it works yeah but it does every time i read a book mm-hmm. the immediate hangover or the after effect mm-hmm. is for about like couple of days or so right i'm having absolutely clear mind you know mm. it is like i can i can literally place things wherever i want in my head mm. and that's an experience people have to experience it's very difficult to explain it yeah but yeah i think reading does that and reading is the easiest way to get that habit yeah and what is actually going on in that process there is also you're drawing boundaries or you're creating boundaries yeah. you're creating definition around multiple things in your head rather than it being like one big blob hmm. you know which is vague and without a proper definition hmm. you are creating clear cut um objective lines between different different things yeah but helping understand this do you think uh, prioritization and boundaries are the same thing or which which leads which i think they're two different things altogether but are they related like one follows the other i would say because for you to have to prioritize you need to know what your options are first yeah and then you start sorting and you know in the order yeah so i think boundaries comes first and then you can start prioritizing so then can you reverse engineer this say if i i first figure out my priorities okay 
Okay. And then do you think I am in a better place to create my boundaries? For example, mm. so I have like five things in my life. Say money, education, relationship. Let's take three. Right. Okay. So now I have figured out that money is the most important thing to me. Mm. And then comes relationships. Mm. And then say comes education. Mm. So I have figured out, okay. okay uh, the priority. The priority. Now, whatever disturbs my P1, mm. my priority one, that's out of bounds. Mm-hmm. I don't allow it in. Okay. May it be relation, may it be education, may it be anything. Okay. Right? So, you get the sense, right? Like, then you cascade it to other priorities. Mm. Do you think there's a, there's also a way of uh, exercising the art of boundaries? Yeah, because... What, through priorities. No, because what just happened in the example that you quoted is before you told me what had what priority, mm-hmm. in which order, you listed out the three things. Yeah. Separately. Yeah. So that separation... Is itself boundaries, you're saying? Is boundary. Okay. Fair enough. You know, so first you came to listing them out separately. Then you sorted them in a priority order. Got it. Interesting. You shooting down my example like that. It's not shooting down. Okay. Because you... It's a of, joke, Bogus. We can tell jokes in this podcast, okay? It was not a good joke. It was joke. sarcasm. <laughs> it sucked. <laughs> you suck. But... Like best comeback ever. <laughs> <laughs> no, you. No, you. <laughs> That's even better. Yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, that's what I mean exactly. When when we think of boundaries, we tend to have a very narrow-minded understanding of that. Yes. Yeah. Usually people tend to apply that just in interpersonal relationships. But boundaries just means, and they also look at it like an aggressive thing. If you say you have to have boundaries, right? Yeah, it's hard and fast. People think that's aggressive. Yeah. Or you're saying you want to keep people at, at, at distance. Base, you know, at a distance. That's not what it means. You can. You do. I mean, yeah, but <laughs> that's not... Ex- that's not what it all means you know boundaries are also organization just separation margins if you draw clear organized lines around things you know the exact bounds of each and everything and one example for me in interpersonal sense right if we have to look at it one example that the way i've always applied it even in my youth Yes. Yes. No, no, no. Even no, no. in your youth. No, I'm I will drag it so long I'm, that you can't edit this shit. I am editing. <laughs> no, you can't. The one way I applied it, like even in my early adolescent years. Youth. Is I as a person have multiple interests, multiple passions, you know. It's and the, hard to believe. And the people that I associate with may not really be on board with all of them. Like a bunch of guys are on board with maybe one or two things. Hmm. And then there's a completely different bunch of guys or who I can relate with on another hobby or interest. So I always made it a point that I never mixed these social circles. You know, I never felt an obligation that, oh, this circle needs to meet my other circle so that we can all be like one big Suraj Barjatya, you know, like... Party. Yeah. (laughs) Diwali party. Diwali party. We play Antakshari and all that shit. I was pretty happy with uh, these circles being separate and no overlap because this way, whatever small interest or passion that I had, it got full expression in this group and then the other part of me got another full its own full expression in other group you know that way from my perspective whatever interests i have differing interests they all got their own forms of expression got it uh two things now i realize i've never met any of your friends yeah in all these years i've known yep and that tells me that i am a guy who you share a very unique and a very short list of interests with <laughs> yeah I mean. which is not a compliment that's the same with everyone <laughs> no it's not it's not because you're an alien second thing i don't agree with your concept and mm-hmm. it can be subjective to you yeah, yeah the reason why i don't agree is 
from like you said it's from your perspective it gives clarity mm. to you mm. it also shows from a third man's perspective that there is a certain inability mm. to create a conducive environment mm-hmm. like i am the exact opposite of you i like to mix my circles right i like to introduce one set of friends to the other set of friends and make it like a it's not a party but like introduce them in in their own sense mm. right and for their own sense why i do that is for me it it helps me understand dynamics of groups better mm-hmm. if you have the same group is not much of dynamics that you understand mm-hmm. but if you have a variety of people with different interests and different alignments put all of them in one place and say you are the medium through which they are all coming to that one place mm. then you are at a vantage point of understanding the dynamics mm. individually as well as as a group okay and that is a huge learning and that, for me that is more exciting okay so which brings me to this question saying that do you ever feel that there are instances where boundaries won't help like india pakistan boundaries won't help <laughs> it's a bad joke but but i mean you get the point yeah do i feel anywhere boundaries don't help hmm because there's always this point of pushing the boundaries also right i don't get that you know you always have i mean there's this thing that you want to grow you want to evolve as a oh, person yeah, that's a different you want to push your boundaries yeah 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 so i'm taking it to the extreme mm. to the point that at at what point if you keep pushing the boundaries mm. there will be no boundaries the ideal state of pushing boundaries is there no boundaries no i think the ideal state of pushing boundaries is expansion correct and you have only so much that you can expand on always what you can that? that that's the norm the norm is you can expand to the maximum potential of your ability or your processing ability right right so at one point you will saturate your processing ability mm. and that is a point where your boundaries are so vast mm. that it's as good as it's like it's a dot you know so which brings me to the point as to what are the scenarios where or what are the instances where boundaries shouldn't exist as much as they should for your own benefit by the way can you think of I'm putting you at a spot focus. I Look think, into my eyes and answer me truthfully. I think at a very larger level like when you're thinking of community and you're thinking of uh, unity with the fellow man, you know when it goes to that extent, mm-hmm. that is where I guess the boundaries should not exist. So it's at a very larger uh, but not scope. at like an individual level. At an individual level no, I feel boundaries should be there. for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean that's my subjective understanding of it. No, fair enough. Yeah. It's, it's fair because the way I look at it either way doesn't make a huge difference unless you apply to it. Mm, yeah, yeah. You of know? Course, yeah. If you say you don't have boundaries, then you rather apply to yourself to that scenario. Yeah. But the main purpose of, you know, this it's not easy bit for me was to kind of clarify the thing about boundaries not just being interpersonal hmm. and not just being you know restrictions like do not cross that kind of a line but also organized like being organized in the way you think mm-hmm. or in the way yeah. you do things yeah. that is also a sense of boundary and what advantages that brings you know that's what i kind of mainly wanted to focus on fair enough so it's not easy to decide on boundaries yeah it's too. not easy to maintain once you decided those boundaries yeah and it's not easy to work in an system which doesn't have boundaries it is not easy Hmm, okay you know you're not going anywhere without uh, you know following us on our socials instagram uh, at_thigap Twitter 
ட்விட்டர் ஆட் தாய்கேப் அண்ட் ஃபேஸ்புக் தாய்கேப் இட்டிஸ் ஆர் யூ வை நாட் ரைட் இமெயில் டு அஸ் மைண்ட் தை கேப் அட் ஜிமெயில் டாட் காம் ஃபார் அதர் பீப்புள் ஹூ ஓன்லி யூஸ் ஆப்பிள் யூ கேன் ஆல்சோ கிவ் அஸ் எ ரேட்டிங் அண்ட் லீவ் எ கமெண்ட் ஆன் அவர் தைகேப் பாட்காஸ்ட் பிகாஸ் யூ நோ வாட் ஆல் டாக்டர்ஸ் சே தைகேப் பாட்காஸ்ட் subscribe and share